0: Hey there listeners, this is Sean Dizzle, co-host of the Unchurched podcast, and today I'm going to be um, just talking to you on my own without Mikey Hizzle. And part of the reason is um, just because me and the wife are on a little vacation and um, we're here in Florida on a beach and it's just been, it's been amazing, it's been really nice um, to get away and one, escape the weird weather of so ill, Southern Illinois. And two, just to spend time together. Uh, Not a few weeks ago, we had our first anniversary being married. And um, yeah, so we planned a little trip. And here we are in St. Augustine, Florida. It's the off season, so we're virtually all alone out here. (laughs) We have our private beach. And it's awesome. And uh You know, I wanted to take not a whole lot of time, but just a few minutes to kind of reflect and to just share some things that are on my heart and some things that um, God has done for me and through me. And, you know, kind of just to share and also just to remind you every once in a while we need to just get away. And I'm not saying we all need to go to a beach or plan a trip or, you know, whatever the case is, but we need to find time to get away and reflect and rest and have fun and maybe enjoy your spouse. That'd probably be a good idea. <laughs> but, you know, as I'm sitting out there on the beach, I just was kind of sifting through my own thoughts and things in the past and things in the future and I guess to start off this whole thing so one one thing that um, my wife and I have done every day since we've been here is uh, we wake up have some coffee and then we go for a little walk on the beach and we go shelling and you know find pretty shells and pick them out and who knows what we're gonna do with them but it's just fun you know it's relaxing it's a nice nice way to start the day. And part of the reason why I wanted to share that is because I, I grew up in Florida and um, mostly. And you know at night, I don't know why, but nighttime was my favorite time to go to the beach and just escape. And I remember sitting there on the beach, in the sand, just looking out across this black ocean and it's, you know, seemingly no end and you can see all of the stars in the sky and feel the wind blowing and just sit there in awe. I mean, God created everything. That's what I believe, and that's what the Bible says. So being someone that he has created, sitting there, being able to enjoy other things that he created, something special. Something that, for me at least, would ground me and keep me kind of in this humble state of who am I? You know, I'm just I'm just another speck of sand. I'm just another star in the sky. I'm just another leaf blowing in the wind, if you will. And it always made me feel closer to God. And maybe that's weird, but just for me personally, some of the closest times I've ever felt to my creator sitting on a beach at night listening to the roaring ocean and seeing the stars and the moon and just wondering like how deep does the water go how many organisms and life forms and creatures live in that sea That doesn't make you feel small. I don't know what will. And honestly, it's kind of like, maybe you've never been to the beach. I don't know. Maybe you've never been to the beach at night. Maybe you've never felt the way that I have when I sit in front of a massive ocean and I look up and see all the expanse of the stars that we can possibly see with our eyes. and But maybe you've flown in a plane and you've looked down at a certain altitude and just realized, my God, I'm so tiny. Like, I'm so insignificant. Like, why would a God love me? And you know, the
1: special thing The special thing is that he he does. So there's these uh, little birds, and I don't know what they're called. They're just little
0: birds with tiny little legs that run super fast, and it's kind of funny. But it's what it's you know sitting there watching them. It's it's neat to see. How they interact with the ocean. Because they never get wet. They never get their legs in the actual ocean. But they know exactly when to run and how fast to run. To stay just above the wave. And what they do is they feed on little creatures that burrow in the sand that come up in the the shore. Right? And it's just funny to sit there and watch this whole thing happen. Because it just happens. Like the bird never had to be told how to do that. It just instinctively knows. How amazing is that? And maybe that's little. Maybe that's stupid. Maybe you're listening to me right now and you're like, why am I listening? (laughs) But if you could stop for just a second and realize... The amazingness of nature, and the amazingness of what God has created and set forth in motion, and the instincts, and the tides, and the way that waves crash and only come up so far, and the fact that that's controlled by our moon, which is thousands of miles away, it affects this other planet next to it and the fact that we exist. Kind of makes you wonder why do we exist? And now the Bible, I believe, tells us why. But when you really ponder it and you really think about it, why would God create us? Give us free will. Basically, let us be free to decide whether or not we will worship him with everything we have. Now, it could be argued that the ocean worships God just by being the ocean. And that that little bitty bird I was just talking about that runs super fast along the shoreline, never getting in the waves, Is that an act of worship to God? No one's making him do it. It's just an instinct, right? I kind of want to say that it is worship to God. And the Bible says, you know, the rocks will cry out. I mean, what does that mean? Does a rock just sitting there, bring worship to God? Is that the rock's duty? And I don't know, maybe I'm getting a little too psycho, but it's interesting to think that a God would create so much beauty and so many interesting things, and yet he created us and his likeness breathed his life into us and then gave us the choice to enter a relationship with him. How special is that? So to get back to my point, one could maybe argue that if I never spoke to God, if I never accepted Jesus, if I never had a relationship with my maker, I would still on some level be worshiping that creator. Now, whether or not that's true, and again, I'm not sure. I want to choose to have a relationship with that creator. I mean, sitting where I'm sitting, I don't see why you wouldn't want that relationship. Because, man. God is big, he is amazing, and he deserves worship, he deserves to be praised and honored. He deserves the reverence and the sovereignty that he holds. So I want to encourage you, and I don't do this a whole lot either. <clears throat> so when I do get the chance, I really, really soak it in. But You know, again, if you can't take a trip, sure, whatever. But, like, find somewhere, find somehow, and find some time throughout your life to just pause and reflect. And maybe it's in the time that I'm recording this. Maybe that's all you need. Or maybe you need to go away somewhere. Maybe you need to watch Planet Earth on Netflix and just... Be in wonder
1: of the creations that God has given this life that we have. And if you're still listening, thank you. But also, on that
0: same nightly beach trip that I would take, As a younger man, I would pray and I would just commune with God. I would just talk to Him. Just how I am now. Because that's how I always imagined communicating with God. And sitting there looking at this black ocean and the black sky and the bright stars and hearing the roar of the ocean. I would pray for my wife. Now, obviously, I had no idea who she was. I had no idea where she was.
1: I had no idea if I was even called to be married. Because I do believe some people are called not to be married. And the more years that went by, I really struggled
0: with marriage for myself. Because inside of me I had certain desires and certain longings, I guess. And not just sexual, but to be with someone and to share life with someone and to give this part of me and this love of me that's in me to someone else and to share that and to,
1: you know, the two to become one. That was in me. But again, the longer time
0: went by, and I never met her. I never found her.
1: I, I, you know, began to wonder. And at the ripe age of 31, I found my wife, or she found me,
0: or we were put in a place where we could find each other. Whichever of those you believe. But it's crazy to be here with my wife on this beach, sitting next to her, holding her hand, and remembering praying for her, for her safety, for her well being. That she was a kind person, that she was a loving person. That she would love me and all my faults. No matter what. And that I could be the one to do that for her. And it's so
1: special. God's timing is not our timing. You know,
0: I sat in on a conversation. Just not long ago with some friends. and Predestination was on the the table, right? We're talking about free will and predestination and... It's interesting because I remember sitting in classes and reading on my own and thinking on my own, talking to other people about how God cannot exist just in the way that
1: we picture Him as far as time. Because we think on a linear scale with a beginning and an end. And we cannot wrap our minds around
0: anything other than that because it just doesn't make sense. We're not designed to do
1: that. No one lives forever. But I believe God's omnipresent. That's what the Bible says. And I just, I, I personally think
0: But more so wonder if that means God exists in the past right this second as much as he exists right now in this second in the present and also existing
1: in the future in the same moment. God exists on on a scale that we don't understand in time. So it's crazy to me to look back at a younger me sitting on a beach praying for a woman I had no idea who. Jumping forward now and thanking God for hearing my prayer. Thanking God for this woman that he brought into my life. so special. And I hope and pray that our relationship brings him glory. I hope and pray that when people look at our marriage and how we interact with each other and how we interact
0: with other people, they find similar wonder and reverence for a God who created us. Similar To the reverence and wonder that I find watching a little bitty bird running across the shoreline,
1: never getting wet, knowing exactly what to do to feed himself. So, thanks for listening.
0: I just wanted to share a few moments of what was going on in my head and hopefully. Maybe challenge some of your own thinking and maybe just remind you to take a step back for a second. Remember who God is. Remember how big He is. Remember how tiny you are. And still, and even more importantly, remember that He loves us and He gave His Son for us to commune with him, how special is that?
1: Hey everybody, it's Laurel, the self-appointed fan club president. You can visit Unchurched Podcast at unchurchedpodcast.wordpress.com
0: or at unchurchedpod on Twitter and Instagram.
1: See you there.